We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All Hit Radio. X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And uh, for the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is a gentleman who is going to be talking about, oh my gosh, everything from World Sanity. In fact, that's the name of his book, The Struggle for World Sanity. And this is what we all need these days is a little bit of sanity. We're going to be talking about UFOs and a little bit about much more, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. My guest is Wajid Hassan uh, from Pakistan to England and then settling in America Wajid has lived on interesting and a varied life in many fields of endeavor. From a technical background as a field service engineer to stand-up comedian with over 20 years as a union actor doing voiceover, narration, commercials, as well as TV and movie roles. He also encompasses over 40 years of experience in the field of metaphysics, healing, spirituality, and new age concepts. Joining me now is Wajid. Wajid Hassan and Wajid, welcome to the Exxon. Hey, Rob. Good to be on your show. So, you've got quite a diverse uh, bio. Yeah, I've been here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> um, so, so one one step ahead of the log. You, you were the cop, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we've got you now, pal. We've got you now. Did you hear the knock on the door? Finally got you. Listen, <laughs> how, how did you get into the realm of metaphysics and everything within that that you, that you encompass? Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in 
in reincarnation and past lives. Mm-hmm. I think it was something that was with with me as, as I was born, and it, it it was it was just a case of uh, it being opened up. I mean, I was born in Pakistan. My parents moved to England when I was three. I lived in the north of England. Then we moved to London when I was ten, and then um, you know uh, I was raised you know as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. I went to the mosque, did the Arabic prayers, read the Quran, and but at the same time, I also went to a Church of England schools. In those days, there was Bible studies, prayers, hymns, carols, and so I, I got both of Islam and Christianity. And you know, I don't uh, put down any particular religion, and I have nothing against Islam or Christianity. Sure. But at the age of sixteen, I, I found uh, my own yogi master. Uh, uh, by the name of Dr. George King, who I decided to follow, and I've been following him ever since. And uh, aspects of metaphysics, uh, New Age philosophy, um, spiritual uh, healing, uh, I've, I've learned along the way. And it's it was something I did on the side, on top of my career. But now, with the publication of the book, I can I can openly uh, go on and uh, discuss it openly, which is something that I've always wanted to do uh, anyway. So uh, that's really how it began. Now, George, uh, Dr. George King is no stranger to Western and the Exxon because um, he founded the Aetherius Society, am I correct? That's correct, yeah. Yes, and uh, we, um, we've had Chrissy Blaze on. We've had Chrissy, Chrissy Blaze. Richard Lawrence yeah, yeah. on before yeah. as well, I'm sure. Yes, the, 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 the listeners may be quite aware of uh, of the, uh, the teachings and the mm-hmm. missions of Dr. George King. Uh, so... T- you wrote a book called "The Sanity: The Struggle for World Sanity." Tell us about that. Well, you know, these days, um, you know, we're, we're, we're on a crossroad. It's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we have these endless wars. We've got an economic system that's favoring the rich, while the majority is staying poor. We've got pollution. You know, and and, and it just goes on. We got races fighting races we've got religions against religions and you know it is a struggle for world sanity and the the reason i wrote the book was not only to talk about some of my personal mystical spiritual experiences and my experiences with my yogi master dr george king but also you know revealing the past and the present and what our future holds and you know to 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 draw on, on some inspiration for your listeners to let them know that despite the world conditions uh, as they are now uh, things will you know be better in the future and so that was the main aspect of it um, of course the mainstream media is always churning out gloom and doom tell me about it and, yeah. and so you know um uh, you know, shows like yours and others, you know, give give people like myself an opportunity to let people know that, uh, you know, there are certain aspects of truth which people mm-hmm. have not been, have not heard of, and they need to uh, hear those aspects of truth, use their intuition, use their um, discrimination, and find out, you know, the truth from from the uh, molding mm-hmm. which we, we, we've been accustomed to over centuries now we've yeah. just been we're walking around like zombies uh and i think the time has come where the struggle is 
is going to be open. And I think one aspect of the struggle that's that's going to help mankind, of course, is the um, is the Aquarian age. Uh, we are in the Aquarian age, and there is a shift of consciousness that's occurring, um, an awakening that uh, has not happened before for many, many centuries. That is so true, and I agree with you 100%. You see, here at the Exxon, we've been doing this show now for 32 years. Mm-hmm. And our first tagline, and it's still our main tagline, is where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Right. But a couple of years ago, we also added another tagline that says, searching for answers, demanding the truth. Because everyone out there, and I'm not, you know, I'm talking about the, um, the people who like to sugarcoat everything. You ask them a question, they don't give you an answer. You know, they should all be players for the NHL because they skate so well. So, <laughs> so what we try to do here is get to the real answers. And I believe in today's society, this is what the job of mainstream media really is is get to the real answers and in my opinion the real answers are coming are 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 found in guests who do not go into the doom and gloom there's enough negativity in the world i believe that guests like yourself have the ability to let the listeners know that you know there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not an oncoming train so thank you for sharing with us tonight. Absolutely. And, um, you know, in, in my book, I describe that, you know, that the greatest uh, light detector ever mm-hmm. created was our intuition. And we are being bombarded now astrologically with inspiration, not only from the Aquarian age, we, we're, we're getting inspiration from higher sources, higher beings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, one aspect uh, that again the mainstream media doesn't talk about is our living breathing mother earth who herself is changing and rising and raising her vibrations and, and it's a uh, really interesting run you know they 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 mm-hmm. they're having the um uh the cop26 uh, conference in glasgow at uh, the un conference where where the you know major countries are going to come forward right. and you know I, i'd like to discuss that with you because it, it really it, it, you know it's really profound that they're talking about climate change and they're talking about pollution mm-hmm. and uh, you know and emission control and economic uh you know things that they need to do but they've they've, they've lost sight on the major 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 truth that the whole world needs to know which only the indigenous tribes and people with you know open-minded uh, philosophies and people who actually had experiences, but they, they they miss the bottom line, which is we live on a living, breathing goddess, which we regard as Mother Earth. All right, stand know? by with that, my friend. You and I have to take our first commercial break, and I agree with you 100%. I really do. Exonation. Our guest this hour is. Wajid Hassan, and we're going to be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Now, if you'd like to find out more about our guest this hour, visit his website, wajidauthor.com. That's W-A-J-I-D-A-U-T-H-O-R.com. 
Up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal, single item at regular price. Back everyone, Wajid Hassan is our special guest. His website is wajidauthor.com. All right, let's continue the conversation about Mother Earth because I agree with you 100%. In fact, I'm one of the very few people who believes that Mother Earth is using COVID as a way to shake up the population and saying, hey, you've been screwing me around so long. I look at the way that they take oil and natural gas out of the earth and to me, that's just like taking bodily fluids out of Mother Earth. So, of course, she's going to react. The pollution, of course, she's going to react. Look what they're doing to the oceans. It's crazy. And, and like you said, no one is looking at the real picture where we are living on a, on a, on a breathing Mother Earth. She's real. And yet they don't accept it. Yeah, and uh, that's the... That's the crux of the matter. Um, you know, we've, you know, of course, you understand the law of karma, action, mm-hmm. reaction, being yes. opposite and equal. Yeah. You know, um, we didn't come here to suffer, uh, Rob. You know that we came. This is this beautiful classroom uh, that she gave us mm-hmm. uh, to rise our consciousness, to go into deep mystic states of, you know, mm-hmm. cosmic consciousness and samadhi and ascension. This is the classroom that was given to us uh, when we took over, when we reincarnated uh, on her body 18 million years ago. And and you're right, you know, um, mankind, uh, we, we're getting back 
you know, as the Master Jesus said, as you sow, so shall you reap. Right. So the conditions that we've created are, are, are all our own doing. And one of the biggest cosmic crimes that we are committing is this, like you said, is this rape and pillaging, uh, you know, blowing up yeah. bombs on oh. this beautiful planet. Uh, raping her resources, and and how many times has mankind even considered uh, giving back uh, to this goddess? Who, you know, D D Dr. King said something which was so profound. He said, he said, the, he said the most sacred, the most holiest, the most divine being mm -hmm. that you will ever touch in all your lives to come is the ground beneath your feet. Well said. Very well said. But once again, when we look at what we're doing to our own species here on this planet, right? You know, Mother Earth is is being raped. You know, she's just being desecrated. But not only Mother Earth, but members of our own of our own species. Look at the people in Africa that are starving. Look at the people around the world that don't have clean drinking water. Look what we're doing to our children. Look what the electronic industry and the iPhones and the social media networks, how they're Terrible. manipulating mankind. Yeah. And no one will do anything about it. Well, uh, that's, you know, again, that's where we talk about the light at the end of the tunnel, that mm -hmm. there are, I believe, and a, a lot of open-minded people believe that there are higher cosmic beings that have, you know, people call them extraterrestrials, mm -hmm. people call them, people that man the ufos or whatever Angels. but i, I definitely yeah. believe that um you know my yogi master was in contact with these higher spirit not only technically advanced but mm -hmm. also spiritually advanced millions of years uh, ahead of us and you know some of the teachings that they uh, put through dr king talked about you know the mother earth and 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 what she's going through but um what happened in on uh, July the uh, 8th, 1964, the cosmic uh, beings that, that kind of look after us or, or, or observe us, they actually sent tremendous amount of spiritual power uh, into uh, the goddess Earth, uh, which was called the primary initiation of Earth, where she received these tremendous uh, energies. And she has been told now by the higher... Uh, beings to raise her vibrations and take her rightful place. Uh, she's h held her own uh, e uh, evolution mm -hmm. for over 18 million years in order, you know, over the centuries. I mean, uh, you know, she, she it's been told that she's flipped her axis twice. Yeah. Once after the destruction of uh, the uh, atomic destruction of Lemuria, and then the second time after the atomic destruction of Atlantis, uh, she flipped her axis and cleansed the whole human race. So don't take Mother Earth for granted. She may be beautiful and compassionate beyond belief, but one flip of her axis can completely uh, wipe out yeah. mankind. And then, of and course, and then of course, in the Bible, it also talks about the great flood that cleansed the yes. Earth back then. You know, so it's not as if we haven't received enough warnings throughout history. One of these days, she's just going to get ticked off, and I'm afraid that the consequences are going to be grave. But I believe, like you, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. 
And how do you see, based on the teachings of Dr. King, that this will happen? Well, um, you know, after this uh, tremendous initiation she received mm -hmm. of these cosmic energies, um, she had the choice at that time to release them and take her rightful place uh, in the heavens. And she she decided not to because it would have it would have meant completely destroying the whole of civilization wow. if she did that. So every year uh, she's slowly uh, releasing these energies, and you know. Um, climate change as there's a small aspect of climate change that's got to do with pollution but uh, uh, again you know the mainstream media and the governments of the world are not openly declaring this but um, the ionosphere is gradually being taken down uh, these these tremendous climate changes uh, what Dr. King said and the, and the cosmic beings that spoke to him uh, are, are part of this rising mm -hmm. of vibration of, of Mother Earth. And so uh, this back in the 50s and 60s, they said that there would be tremendous uh, weather upheavals which are occurring now. So they predicted them before they even started. And what they're saying is that eventually over the centuries, uh, there will be a, a, an ambient temperature. Uh, there will be no seasons, uh, spring, summer, fall and winter will be gone and there will be an, an ambient temperature and these are just uh, parts of this change that are occurring and again there there are tools that we can use in order to help this change but unfortunately the pollution continues and the rape continues and it's it's appalling mm -hmm. absolutely appalling and and you know um i i, I was on a uh, another uh a show with a um, good friend of mine, Calvin Schwartz, and we had a panel talking about the living, breathing Mother Earth, and we discussed uh, aspects of, of why she's raising the vibrations and what mankind has to do now in order. We, we've reached the crossroads. We've reached the crossroads. It's either change or leave. It's, it's come to that point, Rob. You know, when you were talking about uh, the the vibra you know, 1965 Mother Earth having the choice of... 64. I'm sorry, 64, and, and the choice that Mother Earth had, and she decided instead of annihilating everybody that, you know, she would, she would give us another chance. It reminded me of the Book of Revelation, the end times, and a lot of people think that the Book of Revelation is the end of the world, and I, I personally believe it's the awakening Yes. The death of the old way of thinking and the rebirth yeah. of the new way. And, I'll, uh, and I must be honest with you. When I had my accident and I was in the hospital for so many weeks, mm. it gave me time to reflect on many things, on, on many things. And I would watch the news and, and I saw how slanted a number of the news outlets were. And it was all negative, negative, negative. Yeah. And then I did a little bit of research. And even on internet social platforms, there is subliminal messaging going on. Right. So you're not safe. So I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I'm glad that the Ethereum Society is doing what they're doing. And I'm glad that other people around the world are taking responsibility and getting the message out there because we can make a difference. Yeah, we need to we need to let 
you know, the United Nations mm -hmm. and the COP26 attendees know that it's not about economics. It's not about materialism. It's about what's really happening to the Mother Earth and, and her yeah. change. And, and no matter how much they try to reduce carbon emissions, they're not going to change no. this, this uh, climatic change that's occurring right now, this upheaval. And it's a part of her raising her vibrations. And, you know, it, it was... I think I think the Mayan calendar finished in 2012, 2012 yeah. but it wasn't the end of mankind. It was the no, beginning of a right. new era for mankind. All right, stand like by, Wajid. We've got to take our news break. I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off, but these are hard breaks. I can't get around them. Absolutely. All right, stand by, my friend. Exonation. Wajid Hassan is our guest. WajidAuthor.com is his website, and we'll both be back on the other side. And Exonation, everyone listening to us around the world tonight, tomorrow morning in some parts of the world you can make a difference and we'll tell you how don't go away we all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone mcdonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba.
Welcome back. That is Earth Changes by Michael Horn, and I think Michael did a fantastic job on that uh, that song rendition. And uh, for those of you who may not know, Michael Horn is also the North American representative for the Billy Meyer Society. Great work, Michael. Love your song. Exonation, my guest this hour is Wajid uh, Hassan, and his website is wajidauthor.com. First of all, Wajid, thanks so much for coming on the show, and... Um, I think Michael kind of said it all. Pretty much. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the answer, I believe, is in within each and every one of us. And we just need to let the people who have the ability to make the decisions understand how the people feel and what the people want. Sure, I understand that they really aren't concerned about a lot of things except making more money. I, the, this whole thing about carbon emissions, to me, is just a smokescreen to appease right. the people. Because the, the, if you want to make the changes, they can. But there's too many people with deep pockets who will not let that happen because it's going to mean a loss of a lot of money. It's just like wars. Wars are cash cows. For, for the industrialists. Unfortunately, it's people like you and I and the millions and millions and millions of other people around this beautiful blue ball of, of earth that we call home who, who suffer because of greed, corruption, and people who really don't give a damn about Mother Earth. Well, I think... Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm finished. I, I'm getting off my soapbox right now. Yeah, um, you know, one of the cosmic beings that spoke through Dr. King uh, back in September 27th, uh, 1956, uh, he said this, he said, yeah, he was talking about me, you, and other people who mm -hmm. are rising up. He said, this I will say to you, to the glorious few, the time will come, dear friends, when you will be able to speak out and when... when you will have the platform of authority given to you. Have no fear of that. We will not let you down. And avenues are opening. One thing that came into mind when you talked about uh, all these things that are happening is that we need to address the issue again that we're all one. We're yes. all part of the human race. And so all the atrocities that have been occurring uh, are, are, are all aspects of, of, of us, you know. And so... Uh, what the cosmic beings uh, said through Dr. King was that the next revolution is going to be a mental revolution, a peaceful mental revolution. And um, that is is what's needed. No more bombs, no more pollution. Right. Uh, you know, a spiritual solution um, to the not only the pollution that's occurring uh, physically, but, you know, the, the mental pollution around the planet, the hatred. You know the the jealousies. The oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, all these all these thoughts are real, and and they go and they're surrounding the mind belt, and we have a murky mind belt that needs to be transformed. And so again, the solution has to be uh, a rise of consciousness from again a, a few spiritual pioneers who are willing to stand up and say, no, this is not right. Uh, you can't continue with materialism yeah. and profits over the safety of the younger generation to come and, of course, uh, over the, the safety uh, of uh, our beautiful planet Mother Earth. You know, the, the, we, uh, the we group, 
on, on all the social medias made a difference. Black Lives Matter made a difference. And yet nobody's doing anything to protect Mother Earth. Right. And, and again, they're going again on the environmental yep. aspects of it, which is the minor part of it. Uh, the main part is recognition, openly recognizing mm-hmm. that, that we live on a being that is so advanced as to be eventually created as a planet, uh, an amalgamation of, of extremely high cosmic beings that got together and eventually got to the high evolution. I mean, we're talking about billions and billions of lives ahead of us uh, in, in evolutionary terms uh, that we live upon. And she just keeps giving, you know, she just keeps yeah. giving without without asking anything in, back in return. And what, what have we done to her? We just keep continuing uh, uh, this terrible destruction, which is continuing. But, you know, the, the, the law of karma states that, you know, I mean, you look at civilizations, mm-hmm. you look at any civilization that, 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 that came up in, by force, they all went down, the Nazis, the communists, the fascists, the Roman Empire, anything that was built by force all came eventually toppling down. Yeah. So I think, you know, when it comes to karma, once that anvil is changed, uh, there is no force on the planet that will stop it. And th- this, this start of this spiritual... Uh, awakening with mankind it, it's already the new age has already been seen it's already here and it's a case now of either we conform to it where in the next thousand or so years there will be a new age where there will be no wars there will be no economic system uh, there will be no uh, religions or or races uh, that that has been prophesized that is already is going to happen. It's just now uh, we're being asked either we raise our vibrations and help change not only mankind but also uh, give back spiritually to our Mother Earth. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago they had these terrible um, fires, you know, there's terrible fires all over the world now, but I think there was also. Um, 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 a hurricane that was ascending towards the east coast, and um, you know, uh, there, there there was talk about destruction and everything. And um, Mariam Williamson, she was the um, she was running for for president at the time, and she got on the media, and she said, "Pray to this uh, hurricane," and mm-hmm. everybody m- made fun of her to the point where she had to take that Twitter. Yeah. Uh, tweet down and she that. said exactly the same what she said what was exactly needed in order to bring that hurricane down was what the you know native americans do in situations like droughts they 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 do rain dances mm-hmm. they send energies to the nature spirits you know people don't are not even aware of these aspects of of nature and if the media would have turned around and said yes send energy to the to the nature spirit that controls this hurricane, it would have brought the hurricane down and stopped the destruction. And that's an aspect of, of truth, again, that needs to be opened up again is, you know, the Devic Kingdom, the nature spirits, uh, our energies that flow through us. What we have to do as, as uh, spiritual beings is send energy to the nature spirits. And if, we, if, if a million people did that tomorrow, 
most of the extreme climate conditions that are occurring right now would be diminished at least 80, 90%. And again, on an aspect of truth, which is again so beautiful that nobody's even discussing about. Well, maybe you and I should do something about that. Form, uh, uh, get people listening to the show around the world to, to pray. Well, I belong to uh, a group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're getting strong. We're, we belong to about 30, 40 different countries around the world. And I, I pretty much, I'm online with them every every day. And we're doing exactly what you what you, what you said that needs to be done. And if people want to join us, mm-hmm. they can just go to the website, 12binumerical12blessings.org. But how many and, members are you? Uh, right now, yeah. there's not that many. There's only like 150 oh. plus. Oh, I've seen. So, oh, okay. but we need we need at least uh, 150,000 plus. You at know, least. Uh, okay, the, stand to, by, to my friend. You and I have to make take our final break, and uh, we will help you all we can. You know, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, right? Exactly. Stand by. Exonation, our guest this hour. Wajid Hassan, and his website is wajidauthor.com. I must say, my guest tonight makes a lot of sense. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast studios and corporate offices in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. That is We Are the World, and that was done by USA for Africa. What a song. Totally fitting for today's 
today's world. Welcome back, Wajid. Great talking to you again. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, that, that, that needs to be replayed again to the new generation. It certainly that does. That song. Yeah. Okay, so I understand that you yourself have had a UFO experience. Would you be able to share it with us? Yeah, I did. I When I was 18 years old in London, I had mm-hmm. this um, premonition that I needed to be somewhere. Yeah. And... Um, and I couldn't, on the on the third day, I couldn't, you know, something was prompting me to be somewhere. And finally, uh, I, I got a map out of, of, of England and I traced over it psychically. And I knew I had to be at this place near uh, Stonehenge, a place just outside of Salisbury. I didn't know why, but I did. And so I, I didn't tell anybody. And I, mm-hmm. I took the Greyhound or the coach from London to Salisbury that on that Friday. And I knew I had to be there at uh, this place called Clearwater, just outside of Salisbury, and I got to Salisbury at ten thirty, and walked these country lanes uh, in the dark till uh, close to midnight. I I hopped over this uh, this fence near a near a little lake, and exactly at midnight I looked up and I saw this bright white uh, circular disc move uh, from the um, uh, from the west to the east. And then I waited uh, till 1.30, and then another disc-shaped object came from the uh, uh, from the uh, south to the north. And to me, it, it signified the sign of the cross. Um, of course, the sign of the cross is much more older than Christianity. Egyptians used it. It's a sign of, you know, the resurrection of the of the soul mm-hmm. to divinity. And then at exactly at 3 a.m., this much larger spacecraft came over uh, about 150 meters over me and stopped. And then this flash of white light uh, came out of the hull, and I was filled with this tremendous amount of beautiful spiritual energies. And uh, how long it lasted, I don't know. But it gave me this feeling that the people who manned these craft this particular craft were not only technically advanced, but also extremely spiritually advanced. And I think it wasn't just uh, that experience. I mean, I I kept it to myself for many years because, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want to, first of all, it was very personal to me. And and second of all, I didn't want to be addressed as a crackpot. But now I felt I I could, uh, you know, put that experience in my book to let people know that, um, there are beings that are watching over us that that have more love for us than we have for each other. Uh, I mean, we're known as a barbaric, warlike race. And so the hope, again, is not only the Mother Earth rising, raising her vibrations, but also these cosmic beings are sending us spiritual energy, are beaming it down to us. And all we have to do is think about them. And this tremendous energy will go through us. It's a tangible energy, Rob. It's not something... It's, a, it's the same energy that the Master Jesus used um, to raise the dead, you know, to heal the sick. I, w- I, was, make... just, I was just going to say, it sounds as if you it was a spiritual or a baptism that happened to you. It was an, it was an, an initiation. Yeah. It was a baptism. Yeah. It was a cleansing of my soul. Wow. And it, 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 it you know, it, it really affected me over the years. And I think the reason they did that was so that when I wrote the book 
to ex- to let people know with open who has who have open minds mm-hmm. that this was a truthful experience. Of course, I had another experience with two other guys, uh, a beautiful another UFO experience out in, out by the Mojave Desert, which I put in the book. But it was to to let people know that we're not alone, and 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 this and like you said, the only solution is a spiritual solution, yeah. not the religious solution that's caused nothing but but horror and wars, but as the spiritual solution, regardless of race, color, creed, or religion, and sending out this this light, this beautiful uh, pranic energy mm-hmm. that comes from the sun. And these beings are so advanced that they can pick up our thoughts, that they have complete uh, dossier of every man, woman, child, animal, rock on the planet. They've been observing us for 18 million years. And all we have to do is just think, and the, you know the speed of thought through the body, I think, is 600 miles an hour. But in free space, it's been calculated to be like four million uh, times the speed of light. And so, you know, I'll just give you a quick analogy. I mean, just mm-hmm. basic terrestrial science with a GPS. Now they can pinpoint any anybody with a cell phone around yep. the planet. That's just basic terrestrial science. So if you amplify that a couple of million years, uh, it's not for, it's not far fetched. To say, yeah, they could have us totally online, sure. and all we have to do is telepathically uh, ask for this energy, and that's another aspect of this raising of consciousness, this change. Well, this, let me uh, let me let me ask you something because we're running out of time uh, really fast over here. Is it possible that we humans have religion all wrong? That the religion that for example, I'm Anglican and uh, Protestant, and there's Catholics, there's Hebrews, there's there's Muslims. Is it possible that we have it all wrong? That instead of looking at the the way that we were taught religion is, is that it's not truly spiritual? Um, I I think that. I think that it's not the religions. I think it's the dogma that was created right. on religions. I think people like the Master Jesus, Lord Buddha, and Lord Krishna were mm-hmm. highly, I, I believe, you know, extraterrestrial uh, angels that came and taught the way. And and you know, again, it's going back to the basic spiritual laws. And so all the religions say the same thing about thou shalt not kill and be yep. kind to your neighbor. Right. But how many people are actually following the spiritual laws? Not many. Not many. And that's the problem. Yeah. And so it's the case of, I think the greatest religion now is service to others. I, I believe that yeah. will be the religion of the future. And uh, there's different ways of service. Uh, you know, I give to charity. Mm-hmm. I, I personally help uh, drug addicts and alcoholics, oh, and I also send energy out. And the third aspect is what everybody on this planet, man, woman, child, can do to help save not only the race, but to ha- to help heal Mother Earth yeah. of the terrible atrocities that we've committed uh, to her over these eighteen last 18 million years. You know, I, I would love to have the opportunity of... Of meeting Jesus and saying, so what do you think, you know, what do you think about the Vatican? What do you think about the churches who who are so rich, yet there's still hungry people on this planet? Yeah, I know. You it's know, just... you know here, here you've got a, here you've got Jesus. He must, he must yeah. be so, 
sad yeah. when he when he sees this. Uh, but again, you know, um, the twelve blessings were transmissions that Dr. King received through the Master Jesus mm-hmm. uh, as a New Age concept, uh, which was an extension on the Sermon of the Mount. And so he's he hasn't left us. He's always been with us. He's, but I think I think the Christian Church and other religions will have to change. It's not a case of might. They will have to change uh, for the new uh, spiritual pioneers, the younger generation yeah. that are coming up. I, I think that the churches should be forced to sell all their gold, all totally. their, you know, everything yes. that makes them so rich and so powerful, and give that money to the poor, give that money to the needy. Give yep. that money where it will do the best for mankind, not just the church. Yeah, and stop the billions of, you know, yeah. dollars on wars and profits. Exactly. Stop all that, yeah. you know. But it, it's the thing is again, this is a, a ray of light. This is a, a, a you know an aspect of truth yeah. that things are going to get better. So your listeners need to understand that we just need to roll up our spiritual sleeves. Uh, make uh, a little effort, and we can make a difference for the planet. Wajid, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the Exxon, and thank you for all you do. Thanks, Rob. Thank you for all you do as well. It's my great pleasure. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out more about my guest this hour, Wajid Hassan, visit wajidauthor.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Whatever you do, don't go away, guys. No love is all we We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Or combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.